What if God was one of us? Just a slob like one of us. Hello, and thank you for listening to Peaks. My name is John Koppel, and this is the preview for our second season, which I'm very excited for. I'm here with my producer and good friend, Danny Getz. Hey, John. Hey, now. So excited. Yeah, we're, we're almost there. We've been sitting on these episodes for a couple weeks now. It's, it's really exciting that people finally get to hear them. I'm excited. Well, first of all, I'm grateful to you always for, you know, sitting in on each one of these things that we're recording. We're still doing the remote thing. And you had the idea to get started way early on recording them, which is great because I have to prepare a bunch for each episode that I do. And, uh, and this is, has been a good way to do it, but I feel like I've been working on this season for close to two months already. Yeah. I'm excited to get them out there. It, it definitely felt in the first season that we were doing things as it, as it was happening and really on the fly. And with this season, I feel like we're able to put a lot more work into it and really make it clean and crisp and something people are going to get a lot out of. I hope so. I certainly hope so for the people that care about this yeah, <laughs> nonsense yeah. that we care a lot about. But, uh, you know, it's always better to have more time to do it, especially when it means, you know, cramming for the test that is actually doing the recording, because a lot of the time it means uh, a lot of movies or watching fights in the uh, in the case of Mike Tyson. Should yeah. we talk about what's coming up this season, or should we go back and uh, and take a quick recap of uh, of season one first? Let's let's take a look back before we go, because a lot of the people we covered in that first season have somehow just popped back into relevance. And I think it, it's probably worth going through and going like, hey, where are they now? You know, in a uh, the strange time that we're living in, in which a lot of the world seems to have pressed pause, somehow a lot has happened with the subjects that we picked from season one. Yeah, which has been exciting. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess the first one was Ben Stiller. That was our premiere episode, and we did take some time in that episode talking about how the orderly. Yeah, you guys were were so full of praise for that bit part that he had that just at the time seemed like just a nonsense thing to talk about. Like, yeah, it's a fun thing that he did, but really in the scheme of Ben Stiller, it's not not the biggest role. But yeah, here we are, and <laughs> he's back. I stand by it. Happy Gilmore is wonderful oh, for it's a lot of reasons, great. but but Stiller, when he shows up, is the evil orderly, and uh, and we saw that guy come back in Hubie Halloween. Which, yeah. by the way, a lot of I I got a bunch of texts about it, and then I went and I watched the first like five minutes of the movie, and I was satisfied to see how, and I was entertained by the movie, but I I had to walk away from the movie, and I didn't feel like I had to go back to it. It's it's an instantly forgettable movie at exactly the right time that I needed a movie to just come and be on. And it has my, my favorite style of Adam Sandler joke, which is just I'm going to run into something and my timing is just perfect. Like that's that's the best kind of Adam Sandler joke is <laughs> like, I don't know how to get out of this scene. Why don't I run into a tree? <laughs> like that's <laughs> It has a lot of that stuff and I love it. Yeah, that sounds really good. I uh, I don't think that my wife would she wouldn't patronize me and watch that with me. I'm in this in between zone where I don't have that much. I, I'm spending my time 
my solo time watching movies, preparing for this podcast. Otherwise, it's all compromised with the wife and my kids aren't quite young enough for me to start like the Adam Sandler thing, which is obviously going to happen soon. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, you got to be getting pretty close. That, that has to be a real fun time. You can you can show them the full arc of how the orderly. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to love that. Yeah, yeah. So there, that was that was one. That, that was the one that kind of caught me off guard. All, all the other ones that, that have had resurgences is like, yeah, okay. Those people were never too far from the spotlight. Sure. Well, I would say the Culkin family, their cachet has only increased because yeah. Kieran got the uh, – did he get the Golden Globe? I know he got the I, nomination. He was nominated. He, I didn't actually see anybody who won anything. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so in our, in our, where are they now? Macaulay Culkin's brother might have won an award. <laughs> You know, but it does seem like with Christmas approaching again, Home Alone is very safe in its stature as being a total holiday classic. Yeah, and it's it's in that perfect nostalgia spot right now. So like, yeah, it's like untouchable right now. Yeah, I love it. And then there's there's Britney Spears. Uh, things are continuing to not go great for her. Yeah, the, the conservatorship was yeah uh, recently re-upped or. Yeah, maintained or whatever the whatever the the technical terms are, but yeah, she still does not have say in what goes on in her life, which is incredibly depressing. Believe it or not, uh, Kate, our wonderful guest for that episode, had strong feelings about that one. I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> well, it's, it's true. It's true. I still hold out hope that they can become best friends. That in a world that that makes more sense to me. Well, yeah. Apparently, you have to go through her dad to do it. So. Damn it. Uh, the Sixers reintroduced the black jerseys in honor of Iverson. Yeah. Yeah, that and was that exciting. I, I didn't love the jersey, but then you see the the zoom in on the, the TTP, trust the process filtered into the Boathouse Row graphic. And I was like, that's pretty cool. It is very cool. And I think that Iverson's legacy has been solidified just from watching this incredibly disappointing Sixers team sleepwalk through their experience in the dome and getting swept in the playoffs. It's like, listen, Iverson maybe wasn't the best guy to bring you a title, but he had heart. And I love the Sixers, but boy, this team. There's not a lot of that. Yeah. (laughs) No, no, not a lot of fight. Not a lot of fight in those dogs. Yeah, not at all. Yeah. I'm, I'm I'm excited for the changes they're making. I'm excited they're going back to the black, which I mean, it literally is only because of the impact Iverson had on the team and the city is why that's black. Like, yeah, they they, they put it to to Ben Simmons to help design a jersey, which also I learned that it takes two and a half years to design a city uniform. So this was designed two and a half years ago by Ben Simmons. But really, because of how much he loved watching Iverson as a kid, they were able to con- convince the team to go back to black for their city or city uniforms this year. Interesting. Who knew that that type of thing in sports could be so difficult that the Washington football team couldn't even come up with a name? They're like, nah, nah we just can't do it. We can't do it. Eddie Murphy. Uh, not too much new with that dude, but apparently coming to America comes out December 18th. So yeah. I don't know if that's still that, that is possible. The last, that's the last date I saw for it. I just saw he put out a list of all the characters he's going to play. So I, I didn't actually read through it because I kind of wanted to maintain the surprise of it. But it is another multi-character Eddie Murphy movie. Of course. 
Yeah. So listen, high expectations, but I mean, Dolomite is my name was fantastic. I tend to not love comedy sequels, but there have been some great ones and maybe this will, uh, will enter into that canon. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm maintaining hope because he's, he's riding a high right now. That's been, been fun to watch. Yeah. And frankly, you know, life's pretty boring still. So give us a good movie. <laughs> yeah, there aren't enough. Listen, stand up comedy's in a great place. And, you know, I, I, there's there's a ton of things to watch on TV. But how come there's just not enough good scripted comedy movies out yeah, there I, for I need, whatever reason? I need more. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's bring it. Like even, even Borat kind of quenched that for me. We're like, it was somehow more scripted than I expected it to be. And I was like, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> that movie is so good. I love yeah. that. And, and so the two big, the two things that I'm most proud of that were revealed uh, after we wrapped the season, one was when John Cusack, he was making the rounds promoting this new Amazon show Utopia and something that he divulged in multiple interviews about his career, because I guess he's reached that part of his career where everyone wants to do the whole retrospective with him. He said that he added that whole Dostoevsky quote to Con Air. And if you're a fan of the cast... Yeah, you should I be was very doing, proud of yourself. Yeah. I mean, I said it. I was watching that movie. I was like, this Dostoevsky quote feels a lot more like a Cusack thing than a Con Air thing. Yeah, and that, that was just next level brilliant call like i don't know i don't know how you you saw you saw through the script and picked that out (laughs) thank you that's kind of you i just think that once you get into the mind of these people and you start to see themes and you're watching their movies like day after day you're like this just this is the type of thing this cat would be thinking yeah this is the type of dude who he'll take his payday for con air but he'll argue to get his Dostoevsky quote. Yeah, he'll have his moment. <laughs> have his moment to let you know, like, no, oh, that guy's so smart. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still, no matter what, I'm still John Cusack. That's, that's the <laughs> moral of the John Cusack story. <laughs> and then the big one, the biggest one uh, was the one that you had done, the episode you did with me, the Jim Carrey movie, where I think I opened the episode by saying that if this if this election had been taking place 20 years ago, Jim Carrey would be cast as Joe Biden. Yeah. Which who, what, how are, are they listening? <laughs> they better be. Cause like that, that came out of nowhere and it was like, yeah, that's yeah. That actually makes sense. And my then, listenership isn't huge, but it's full of influential people. Yeah. <laughs> everybody was listening. Everybody who needs to know was listening. I don't know if that makes me sound smart because the consensus on the uh, the Jim Carrey's Joe Biden hasn't been all that favorable. Well, people have been saying that he doesn't look the part enough because I feel like he's been doing a fun job. It's not a great impression, but it's been fun. I've enjoyed it. The material has kind of been bad. Yeah. Yeah, and it it does seem like every Joe Biden impression is just big on the aviators. Yeah, the aviators yeah. are a huge part of it. Which Joe Biden's just not that much fun, which is okay. So yeah, he's yeah. he's he's thrown a little bit of the Ace Ventura into his Joe Biden impression. It's fine. I've enjoyed it. Someone was telling me that like they just can't get past the look, and I, I kind of agree with that. But if you look at a drawing of Ace Ventura from the cartoon. 
And any Joe Biden caricature, you can easily see that cartoon growing up to be Joe Biden. Like it, yeah. they, they have exactly the same features that like a caricature artist would pick out. And frankly, it's just fun to see Jim Carrey on TV. And yeah. Yeah. you know what? I stand by it. I stand I'm, by it. I'm glad that Lauren was listening when I said that Biden should be played by Jim Carrey. I was yeah, right. and I'm, I'm happy he's going to have more chances to improve the impression. I should have kept that in mind when I was recording some of the um, some of the episodes of season two, just to say who should be yeah. cast and what. Make but obviously, yeah, then the batting average would just sink so quickly. Yeah, just keep making wild predictions. But that that does that brings us into season two. What do we what do we have coming up in season two? Season two. Oh, season two is great. I'm I'm very excited about the subjects that we tackled. The guests are terrific. Uh, some of the guests that I can mention, Buddy Harris. Uh, finally coming to the uh, Peaks podcast, my my good friend who's hilarious. We do Iron Mike Tyson. Then I also got Mark Riccadonna, uh, great comedian. He did the uh, the Ben Stiller episode. Yeah, we got we got a couple of them returning favorites this season. A couple of returning ones. Yeah, J- Justin Yuritz is great. He's out in L.A. He's actor, improv guy, comedian. He's awesome. Uh, Dave Premiano of the Wasted Robot Podcast Network. Yeah. He joined me for a great one. (laughs) Hell yeah. Uh, I think think his is the most recent one of our peaks has been so far, right? Yes. Yes, that's true. Most of them exist in that kind of late 80s to mid 90s range. And we got one just in the last 10 years. We got a Premiano peak. We did. We did. Premiano, he keeps us in touch with the young folks out there. Shows how old we must be. <laughs> I guess. And uh, yeah, Nick Cupsey's coming up for one. He's a guy that I'm a big fan of. He's a comedian. He's an author. I've, I've got all of these people. They've, they're comics, podcasters, writers, improv veterans. These are talkers with big opinions. I'm, a, I'm excited for the ones that I haven't recorded yet. And, and the ones that we put down, I think, are pretty solid. So Yeah, we, we already have some... Uh... I don't know if we top Al Pacino has never made a bad movie level opinion <laughs> this season so far, but we have some stuff that comes close. <laughs> there, there's some pretty hot takes. And I, by the way, as someone that has been completely sequestered from the world, these have been cathartic to me. I have not seen people. I've got an elderly dad. I'm not messing around with COVID and, you know, I'm getting on the phone on the horn with people who are, uh, you know, blowing my lid with this stuff. It's, it's been awesome. Yeah. I, I really enjoyed what we've done so far this season because with, with last season, I pretty much had a good base knowledge on all those people, but with this season, I feel like I'm actually learning stuff as we do it. So this, this has been an exciting record for me so far. Oh, I'm glad. Well, I, so far, everyone this season, all the subjects have been people that I've been pretty passionate about while Last season, that was mostly the case. I guess the exceptions would have been uh, Britney Spears and Prince. But I think those were two of the best episodes. So, I, I mean, it's okay to, for for those subjects that I don't have an extensive knowledge and I can kind of do a crash course and that can end up being cool. Um, those could end up being great, especially because the guest chooses them and they're passionate about them. Yeah, but so I, far, I love being taught by people who are like big fans of a thing. 
Yes. If you can tell that they have a passion for it, it's really easy to kind of latch on to that and just take all the information in. I know. I, I totally agree. And then it's funny because there, there are moments last season and this season where the guest chose the subject and I'll start talking about a movie and they make it clear. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I don't really remember that one so well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's okay. in the peak. <laughs> it's in the peak you chose. But we we have a couple uh, changing changing it up a little bit. We're we're not just doing individual people this year. We 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 happen to have a season that's going to span over a couple holidays here. Right. So we're 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 stretching out the the concept of peaks. And uh, do you want to tell the the main one? I guess or two. We have two of them. Right. So you know, I've kind of broadened uh, what. It, what this podcast, you know, the, the whole theme of it, if you will, you know, from from individual people to other things. Yeah, more more conceptual peak. Exactly, more more conceptual. So I am doing a peak of Christmas movies. Is it's an episode that I'm recording in a couple of days. You guys are going to hear it uh, right before Christmas. And it just kind of occurred to me that uh, sometimes concepts peak, like Christmas movies in the late 80s, yeah, like that. disaster movies in the late 90s, and, and biopics had a peak. And, and sometimes these things creep up in, in bunches. Yeah, it's definitely something I wouldn't have thought about. But now, like when you said you were going to do a Christmas flicks episode, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of stuff like that. Like the, the music has those trends, like sports has those trends, like th- those trends are everywhere. Yeah. Like there was, there were times when baseball movies, there was like that few year stretch where all of the best baseball movies came out. And that weird year where Ed TV and the Truman show both came out in the same yeah. year, like these, these ideas, they happen and they just need to, they all tend to come out around the same time for whatever reason. So as I feel like talking about Christmas, I'm like the John Oliver coming to America. Like I'm Jewish and I got invited to the Christmas party later and I'm so excited to be here and I want to critique everything about it. Yeah. And I just have a lot of thoughts on everything Christmas. Get fully uh, into the spirit. Oh, I'm, I'm into it, my man. Uh, and and then, then another themed yeah, one. Which I'm, I'm, I'm somehow, because Christmas ones, I'm, I'm all in on Christmas movies. And I was like, all right, that's, how are we going to top Christmas movies on the conceptual level? But, but then you told me the other one that you're going to do this season. And you, I think you did it. <laughs> Yo, hair metal. Yeah. Dude. Because when, when hair metal was great, it was great. So like the, was, the peak of it is, is untouchable. It was not subtle. Yeah. It was, I mean, boy. I, and, and when hair metal was peaking... I was I was a kid. This was the 80s. I'm not that old. But I had a brother 10 years older than me. And he and all of his boys loved hair metal. And that was like my first time being exposed to cool teenagers. So in my mind, teenagers in the late 80s were cooler than teenagers have ever been or will ever be because that's when I first like saw them hanging out. And they were just they were just rocking the hell out with this stuff. And um and so as ridiculous as that stuff can be, I'm not going into this trying to make fun of it, though I'm sure I will make fun of it a little bit. 
uh, I'm going into it like with a, a clear eyed appreciation for it. Yeah, it's it's such a, a rich topic in, in both characters and stories. And yeah, I, I can't wait to do that episode. Yeah, that'll be good. And as always, you're invited. The audience should know that Dan, before every episode, I'm like, dude, get in on this. We'll make it a three man. He's like, eh. yeah, I, I, I might actually do it for that one. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that, that'll be a really fun conversation. Do you want to say who the guest is going to be? It's a terrific guest, Chris Dolan. Uh, if you're not aware of him, he is a fantastic comedian and uh, and a great hang and a uh, and a music uh, aficionado. So I, I think it's going to be perfect. He's going to yeah, be great that, for it. That's going to be a great episode. Yeah, and I think the goal with this season, as always, is to just not be cynical in general. You know, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll call out. The things that aren't great. I had a John Candy episode this season. I didn't talk about how great Who's Harry Crumb is. <laughs> you know, yeah. I didn't. You yeah. know, when I did Leonardo DiCaprio. We we didn't say that how much we love Jay Edgar. But I, I'd also say that I'd I'd rather be uh, effusive with my praise than to be excessively critical because there's just enough of that out there right now, man. Yeah, yeah. I think I think so far we've done a really good job of of going through people who definitely have been made fun of because of the downfall out of the peaks that we're talking about. And like, that's kind of where they exist in in pop culture now. But if you look at them in the time that we're talking about them, there's so few things that you could say against them in this moment. They're like remembering them when they were great. Exactly. And I, I think along those lines, an episode that I had a lot of fun doing was, uh, was Mike Myers. Exactly. That's what I was thinking of mostly there. Yeah. Because Mike Myers, I think undeniably at the time was just a super duper star and his movies were, they were massive hits and they really hold up too. And it it was great to just kind of remind myself and maybe whoever listens about like, dude, remember how special this guy was? I know that we all kind of collectively decided that it never happened for some reason, but he was the man. Yeah. He was untouchable. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's been great. And I, I just hope everybody digs it because um, I just don't have that much else right now. (laughs) Come on, everybody do it for John. I'm doing this for you guys, but mostly for me. Yeah, Ben, you're you're doing a great job. The season okay. season is coming together great, and there's only a couple episodes left to record, which will be done long before people hear them. So, and people can reach me on my Facebook page, on Instagram, Peaks underscore Podcast. You can reach out to me at peakspodcast at gmail dot com. And you know, hit me up if you've got an idea for somebody that you want to uh, be featured in the next season if you have any ideas about something that i missed in a prior episode or a take that you heard that you disagree with i'm all about that and maybe it'll end up being hashed out on the air so i I think that would be a lot of fun the the more interaction we can get the better yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna throw it out there now as a as a last call to anybody listening if you're out there and you want to do a baseball episode pitch a baseball player episode to john make him do a baseball player episode for me I would much rather do a peaks of baseball movies 
than a baseball episode. Yeah, season, season two starts next week. Start start sending in your ideas for season three. We're going to get rolling on it right away. So Thank you it, guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Just a slot like one of us. This has been a presentation of the Wasted Robot Network. For more information on this and other podcasts, visit us on Facebook and Instagram at Wasted Robot Records.